Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 484 and today what we're going to talk about is what things mean to you and defining what things mean to you because if you can be in control of what things mean to you it doesn't matter what it is that happens in your life that you can come up with an empowering outcome for what's going on in your life. Now, I've touched on this in the past few days, but I guess what's prompted me again to do this is because of where I am right now. And I said yesterday, uh, briefly, I wasn't feeling very well. Um, I'm in the hospital still. So what stage am I up to? So it's, um, what time is it? It is, it's 1, uh, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And I've had a, a whole night in here and I slept very poorly. Um, it's always hard to sleep in, in hospital, I think. And uh, the bed's not awesomely comfortable. And uh, yeah, I'm right outside the, um, what do you call it? Admissions, nurses station. Um, so it's very busy and <coughs> I only got, I don't know, maybe four, four hours sleep, maybe something like that uh, in total because uh, I've just disrupted and I was in pain, I, I couldn't sleep and I'd drift off for like an hour, then I'd wake up again, they came in a couple of times to check on me and uh, I had to request some endone at, uh, at one point, about 1am, something like that because I just couldn't, I couldn't sleep and uh, the pain. Couldn't find that comfortable spot uh, for myself either. So um, that certainly helped and I was able to get uh, a few hours sleep after that. Um, but there were certainly times I would say through the night where or early morning where I was in pain and I thought, gosh, if I don't wake up from this, what if I fall asleep and the infection takes hold and of course when you're you know tired and a little bit delirious perhaps and contemplating uh, your mortality and thinking well gee what if the infection takes hold overnight what if I go into cardiac arrest and and um, you know you just lose lose who you are and I was in my mind coming to peace with that thinking oh well I've had you know I've had a, a, a good a good life I have achieved uh, so many things in my life but there are still so many things that I want to do and so there was a part of me inside that said yeah that's okay if I go uh, I think because of the, the tiredness, the pain, the de delirium perhaps. And there was another part that said, yeah, what are you doing? You have to fight for this because you've got so many more things that you've got left to do. And uh, you've got two, uh, two beautiful girls that you want to have a further positive influence in their life and share experiences with them. And... Uh, you know, I, I don't want to miss out on those opportunities and I don't want them to miss out on those opportunities either. 
because you know they didn't get that much time with uh, their grandparents and so I want them to have that time with me and yeah I'm strong I'm healthy maybe not right now but generally speaking and so yeah I woke up this morning and I'm feeling better and the right now I'm taking a few paces around so the the um, prognosis for me diagnosis perhaps is that I've had a swab of my wound taken yesterday I've had some blood taken this morning and hopefully later today we'll have the results of those blood tests so that we can see uh, exactly what's going on uh, the weird redness that I had uh, around the wound is still there but it's it has dissipated a little bit um, the the feelings that I know that I get through my body when I have uh, infection I get lightheaded and dizzy and you know, all those aches and pains and so forth and that stopped um, which is good so they've pumped a, a bunch of antibiotics and stuff into me which is obviously a good thing because it's had some uh, impact over overnight not a hundred percent by any any stretch uh, walking around um, like my, my wound is well, when I'm not walking around it is still uh, leaking out a lot uh, it's still raised but it does feel less inflamed it looks like the stuff's still obviously draining out of it the inflammation has come down the pain is still there and the sensitivity in my skin is still there as well uh, so you know what do you take away from all of this because I could be sitting here thinking Mitch, you know, the, the end is here life's over but the health fitness goals that I want to achieve myself uh, are no longer possible because of my my state of health that's one perspective but if you've been listening to me for a while you'll know that that is not um, not a place where I'm living and I think where the power of situations occurring to you and what defines you is what you make of the situation and what what you do with it do you use it to let it take hold of you or do you use it and take control of it and the situation and that's what I'm choosing to do so I'm I'm sitting here and all right now I'm walking uh, but I'm I'm reading so I came prepared I, I packed my suitcase I packed my notepad I packed some um, uh, my latest health and fitness magazines I packed my notepad I think I said that twice and I packed my um, life strategies and Dr. Phil book that I've been reading as well which I have only about I don't know 15 pages or so left and I've finished the whole book and so and I brought some snacks with me of course my healthy ones <laughs> um, just if I get a bit hungry so um, I chose to take the situation yesterday and say well okay the reality could be that I'm in hospital for a few days because things seem to be getting bad to me I know my body well and I thought no they're gonna put me in hospital and while I'm here what I'm thinking is well what do I do with this time I don't know whether I have to go back in for a 
another operation where they have to redo the whole hernia again. Hi. Yes, I have. Thank you. Thank you. It was yummy. Thanks. Um, and uh, yeah, whether I have to have the, the whole thing redone again or not. Uh, I did get some positivity this morning when the surgeon said uh, it's, he thinks it's come down. It, like my temperature's come down. My blood pressure is a little bit low at the moment. Um, so he's feeling uh, more positive about it. He said it, it, it feels, well, it looks good. Uh, but he said we need to keep here for at least another day so that we can just see exactly what we're going to do next. Um, I'm thinking if we need to do surgery, it'll be tomorrow. Uh, so uh, I have said to myself, okay, so I'm feeling a bit better today. I worked yesterday um, for the first part of the day, well, up to the afternoon. I was actually very productive. I was coherent enough to be able to drive and pack sensibly and what I needed to bring. Um, I didn't pack my laptop, which is actually going to come probably tomorrow or that, tonight or tomorrow. Just in case I'm here for another, I don't know, two, three days. And uh, I'm using my time right now to read the book. I've got some, some life strategy work to do from um, Dr. Phil's book, uh, which is, I know as I've gone through uh, life, I have come across a number of different uh, approaches uh, with Tony Robbins. And I'm just going to have a drink of water. Tony Robbins, JT, a different exercise that I've done for myself. Uh, Brendan Bouchard, he's another one uh, that I've used to implement uh, some things, gone through an exercise to say, okay, so how can I take myself from where I am to where I want to be? And does this particular exercise work for me? Uh, so for instance, over time I've tried uh, different time management things. And I've, uh, I now use a combination of uh, Tony Robbins and JT, uh, JT system. Um, I tried uh, Brendan Bouchard's system, and I didn't like it. I found it was just it just didn't work for me. I found that these other systems worked better. Um, so Dr. Phil's got some good things uh, in his book. So I'm going to uh, be mapping out um, some life strategies for myself uh, later today, as to you know what are the things that are important in my life. Now this is an exercise that I've done before using some tools through Tony Robbins, and uh, I'm going to do it again now and see, okay, so, you know, where am I now? Uh, what is it that I'm really after uh, in my life? What are the, the important things for me? And where, where am I right now? Where do I want to be and what's the gap and how do we close that gap? Uh, so I'm going to do that. And the next step is to be focusing or continuing to focus on well, part, part of that uh, life strategies work is uh, with my health and uh, my my physical body is like where I am right now to where I want to be and uh, I mapped out my um, progress to doing a workout up to um, the 24th of October which is uh, was supposed to be the first day when I could actually get into the gym and start lifting some weights again that may all be about to change by a couple of weeks because of where I am right now. Um, we'll just, so we'll just have to see how that, um, how that plays out. Uh, but what I'm going to 
uh, to keep doing is to look through uh, my programs, uh, my workout programs and say, okay, what is it that I need to be doing or want to be doing over, you know, when I get back into my training, what am I going to do? Keeping in mind that I've got my shoulder to, to contend with now as well as the hernia. And um, just getting back into the gym and getting into a rhythm so that I can get the, the body that I want. Now, uh, after my last, uh, my last surgery, the one before of my shoulder, it was around uh, strength and it was my road to 600. Uh, now I've got to set some, some new goals because uh, achieving those things is just not going to be possible for me um, for some time, if not ever, because of the hernia. And I, I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm in this situation again. So that probably means just having a, a different approach to my training and not going for super, super heavy all the time. And uh, yeah, just doing it differently. So I'm going to start designing those um, programs and uh, I'm essentially taking where I am right now, so a bad situation, and turning it into a huge positive to say, well, I'm going to use this as fuel and hunger uh, to keep me focused on where it is that I want to go. So I'm focusing on the future. I'm focusing on what's important to me. Um, and as I stand here right now, I can, I can tell you what I want my body to look like. Um, you know, I can tell you the aspects that I want to, want to uh, improve on myself. So why don't I go through it and I'll, I'll explain it to you. Um, so the first part, if we start my head, don't really want to change the size of my, my head. Um, I don't really want to lose any more uh, on my face uh, either. But what I, I do want to do is I want to add some more bulk to my shoulders. Um, so if you imagine the, you're looking at me front on, um, I know, some round bits on, like if you grabbed somebody on the shoulders, so the, the outside of the shoulders, well, kind of baldy bits on the top of the shoulders. Um, so there, I want to add some more size there. I want to add some more size to my um, uh, trapezius, which are the bits that go up from your shoulders up into your neck. And uh, I've been restricted on what I can do to build that up because of my shoulder. And also been restricted with what I can do on my shoulders, or certainly on my left, because of what I was going through with my shoulders. I was, um, my left shoulder, I was making good progress on my right. I've got some good definition there. Um, but that's another area where I want to change. My arms, I want to increase the size of my triceps. Back of the arm, I want to increase the size of my um, biceps, which is the front of the arm. I want to increase the size of my, my forearm. So, the whole arm, but I'm being, notice how I'm being very specific about what um, the, the three different components there that I want to improve in, the, in terms of my arms. And then as we come down my chest, again, because of my uh, sh uh, shoulder, I've been limited in what I can do uh, for um, chest exercises. So I definitely want to increase the size of my chest. I want to increase the size of my, uh, my lats, so latissimus it's called latissimus dorsi and they're like the wings like that that diamond shape that you get under uh, under your arms uh, down to your down to your ribs uh, so the one of the best exercises i find to do that is pull-ups and i haven't been able to do any because of my shoulder again so i've been really restricted there now getting a bigger muscles through my rhomboids which is uh, on your back 
kind of around your shoulder blades and so forth, getting more definition through there, getting a stronger and more defined um, back muscles down through uh, my spine, um, getting a, a much more defined uh, abdominal section, so being able to see that, that six-pack look. And not just skinny, but to um, be muscular um, through there as well. And then as we come down through the, um, through the glutes, uh, then uh, to have strong glutes, have toned, tight glutes, to make sure that my, um, the front of my legs, my quadriceps, you can see the three different muscles of the, the quadricep are coming through. Uh, nice defined hamstrings, nicely defined calves and bigger calves. So, uh, you know, getting bigger in um, my legs, getting bigger in my calves as well as the, the more definition. So I, I can have a very clear image in my mind as to what that looks like which makes it exciting. So then what I do is I create the programs that are going to match that. But of course, first off, it needs to be very progressive and moving from um, where I am now into some further rehab, not being silly about shoulder or hernia and making progress that way so that I can um, you know, repair the damaged tissue first. <coughs> before I'm going to be able to grow. So the last few days uh, I've, been, I've been feeling quite tired. I'm wondering why. And now in hindsight, there's probably no surprise why. I mean, I've been fueling my body well, uh, but the tiredness has come from the fact that my body's riddled with infection and the fact that my body has been working overtime to... Um, rid itself of infection and repair damaged tissue not only the the tissue in my shoulder because now we're at uh, this is week seven since I had my shoulder surgery which is a major surgery and you know requires at least 12 weeks um, for that recovery but can sometimes take 12 months for certain aspects of the tissue to repair and then uh, obviously my, my hernia operation which you know you've cut through layers of skin and I'm still bleeding there so that tissue hasn't even knitted back together yet so you know I'm under my body's under a lot of stress to physically work hard to repair itself and I'm I'm battling infection as well so needless to say I've been tired and it's that's why uh, so that's that's my plan and i think it's quite exciting because you know when you can be in control of those those um, plans for the future then that makes it exciting now i can't control what i'm going through right now i'm i can control not looking after myself and i can control looking after myself but i can't control the speed at which my body recovers um, I can put all the nutrients in. Obviously, I made the right call in, in coming to the doctor yesterday and, um, you know, being very clear about the pain that I was in and how I felt to then put myself here and now on that um, road to improvement. I think sometimes you, you, have, to, you have to be strong enough to have a voice uh, where you will say, yes, uh, something's wrong something's not right here and needs to be fixed and uh, that's what that's what I did yesterday and now I'm on the, the repair 
uh, it's still going to be a while because I'm walking around now and the further I walk, the, the more it hurts and the more I leak oozy stuff out of my, my body. So um, I guess the main thrust of what I'm talking about here is that when you are in control of what things mean to you, then life changes because we're always in in control of what things mean to us. It's just the meaning that you determine to attach to things that makes the difference because you could be in my situation and think it's all over, I'm never going to be able to achieve what I want to achieve, boom, it's done, I give up. Or you could take my approach uh, and the way that you respond to things at the moment as I said the other day, is um, the way that you react to all things in your life, really. Uh, you choose a particular way to respond. If somebody gets angry at you, your first reaction is to, I'm going to fight back here and think that they're wrong and I'm not wrong, as opposed to, hmm, what could I learn from this experience? Even if it's a customer interaction that you might have uh, in a business or work sense and uh, the, the customer is complaining and you think, well, that's completely unreasonable. If you take a step back from that and you say, well, actually, the customer did have a good point because that process or procedure or uh, whatever, that our treatment of that particular person wasn't right and if that was my grandma, I wouldn't have liked that either. So I think there's always something that can be learned at disagreement with a partner, even though they might be, in your mind, irrational, emotional, too needy, whatever. Uh, there's a reason that they're responding the way that they are. And there's something that you can learn from that and how you can grow from that situation. It's just what you choose to do and how you choose to do it that defines who you are. And if you want to be a high achiever, a high performer, and you know, be doing super well in life, uh, then you've got to be prepared to challenge yourself and not just always think that everything you're doing is right because, well, I would say that most of the time I probably get it wrong. And I don't think that's necessarily being too harsh on myself either. I think a lot of the times I get I get it wrong uh, in you know various in various areas. Uh, but what I endeavour to do is learn, learn from those mistakes. You think about the some of the best sportsmen in the world, whether it's basketball players. I've heard Michael Jordan say this. Um, I've heard ice hockey players say this. I've heard uh, baseballers say this too. The, the, the statistics don't lie. They often, well, yeah, they miss more shots than they make to be the best in the world. I like in baseball, I think it's something like they strike out 72% of the time, 70% of the time, which means that only 30% of the time they make it, but that still makes them the best in the world. Michael Jordan used to say the same thing. He's missed way more shots than he's made. But 
the ones that he's made have made him the greatest, you know, probably the greatest basketballer in the world by some people's standards. So there's nothing wrong with getting it wrong or failing, but you've got to learn from those failures because if you make the same mistakes over and over, then you are getting something wrong still. You're not learning from it. You're not growing. You're not using it to empower yourself. And I'm sure there are, there are things that um, where I've done that, whether that be relationships or um, business things, marketing, uh, whatever, uh, where I have done it wrong, I've changed it, I've done it wrong again, I've changed something, done it wrong again, changed it, got it wrong again, changed it, got it wrong again, changed it, some things maybe I'm still getting wrong. And I certainly haven't mastered relationships, that's for sure. Um, but certainly in business as well, I've still got a lot to learn. A lot to learn. Uh, becoming a better dad, becoming a better coach, all of those things. Uh, so you only fail when you give up and you stop. What defines you is how you respond to certain situations and how the meaning that you attach to events that happen in your life, like what's going on with me right now. So I'm going to end it there. I've got some resting to do. You have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow.